the category is famous duos. One of them is named after a car. The other is a hoot. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. My Second Act is a podcast where we discuss things that you already talk about with family and friends. Our conversations include current events, pop culture, uh, headlines in the news, trends, plus endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome, Donna, to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's White. Okay, summer is upon us. Are you ready for summer candlelight check? I'm ready. <laughs> you know me. I love the pool. The, you know, take my shirt off. And, really? No, no, no. I don't. Yes, all. you do. Oh, my Donna. When is the last time you seen me with my shirt off? Come on. Summer, when you have little kids, can be very stressful. If you're listening and you have little bitty kids and they're out of school, get ready. Because you have just gotten a job as a cruise director, whether you want it or not. Okay? And here's how it's going to go. Every day, they're going to come to you and say, I'm bored. What are we doing? And you're going to have all these great plans to take them to the library, to join a reading group and um, go to something educational like the science museum or Stone Mountain, maybe not Six Flags. You're going to have your, you're going to have your summer like plotted out because you're like, I'm not going through another year where these kids are bored. What's going to happen in reality? You're not going to be able to get them out of bed. You're not going to be able to get out of bed. You're not going to be able to get everybody in the car at the same time. And then on the way there, they're going to complain that they don't really want to go. And then when you get there, you may or may not have a good time. And then you're going to come home and the whole day starts over again. So it can be a little difficult when they're little. So my suggestion is find a lot of camps. Camps. And camps are appropriate for you. They're really not for the kids. Okay, they're for you or your spouse. It doesn't, this doesn't have to be a mom thing. It could be a dad thing because plenty of dads stay home with their kiddos. But you have to find camps and find something that they're slightly interested in, but it really doesn't matter. Well, like but, are, you are, think, but, but, but are you going to find anything this late in the day though? This late in the, in the game? Well, you're not going to find like camps where you take them away. Sleep away. But you can find like a cartoon camp. They may have told you one time that they're kind of interested in anime and you're like, well, you're going to anime camp for a week. And they're like, well, I really didn't say I was that interested. You know, I don't care. I mean, you don't have to have back-to-back-to-back camp. But, like, if they're really young, then you need to do some swim lessons. And then you've got to mix and match that. Maybe you can paint out in your backyard. And there are plenty of moms and dads who are super creative. And I'm all about that. I'm not saying you have to spend money to keep your kids entertained, but you're going to do it one way or the other. The days are long. Yeah, but the camps are expensive, too. You know, even if you just you sign up for they a are expensive. at the Y, it, it's, couple, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks, easy. Well, and then you know what you've got to do on that Friday when you're at work? You've got to come to the camp for the awards. faux awards presentation yep. thing, where they try to make the parents feel good for how much money you've spent last minute on the camp. So they're going to give your kid, who hadn't spoken one word all week, or participated, the Happy Camper Award. Because they want you to come back next summer. Hell yeah. And your child's begging, please, mama, no. Please, diddy, no. No, no, no. But but because you got the Happy Camper Award, mom and dad have been fooled, just like the camp wanted, uh, fooled into believing that your child had a fantastic, productive week. 
Yeah, they're like a superstar. I loved summer because you get the break from carpooling and just all the activities and the sports, unless your kids play travel ball and all that stuff. But it can be tough, like when you're working and trying to juggle it all. Now, what I'll say now that ours are older, well, two are working. Actually, all three are working. All three of our kids work. Um, But we have one still living in the house, Charlotte, who's 17. Summer can be expensive because, like, when I go get my nails done, she's coming. And so what used to be $80 is now $180. $80. You don't have nail clippers that you could use? I do. Okay. But, like, they want to get their hair colored and they want to shop and they they get bored. If they have jobs, can't they pay for something? They can. Well, my rule when you have a job and when you get older is I'll buy you, like, the Target leggings and the... Target makeup, but if you want Sephora and Lululemons and the higher end stuff, you got to get that with your own money because that's like birthday party, birthday Christmas stuff. You know what I mean? You can't be, if you bought Lululemon every day and Sephora every day, you'd be holding a sign outside the Sephora saying, we'll work for blush. That sounds dirty. What about this? What about Uber announcing this week? that they are prepared to take on one of the most thankless acts that you or tasks that you as a parent have done. And that is ferrying your teenager around. Uber is going to launch a test program in certain states, certain cities, where they will now permit unaccompanied teens aged 13 plus to use Uber. They'll have to use new teen accounts attached to family profiles that will summon only experienced and highly rated drivers and will allow their parents to track rides in real time, Uber says. What do you think? I don't like it. Why? Because I don't think Uber is necessarily 100% safe for adults. I can't imagine that they're actually going to make this shape safe, safe for kids. And I, I can't imagine parents agreeing to this unless it is an absolute emergency. I don't even like for our older kids to take Uber right now. Older kids are Will's 23. Olivia is a rising sophomore at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. She is a a 19-year-old young lady. Uh, There's no way I would put my younger child into an Uber with a stranger. I don't care how vetted they are. I've got one for you with Uber. I'm in Birmingham. Last week, finished up my tour of duty. If you've been listening to the podcast, I've been over there. We opened a new store. We didn't have a manager. I've been stuck over there, but I'm home. Thank God. So last Thursday, went to see Brooks and Dunn, which we can also talk about later, and my injury that I sustained. However, I take an Uber from the hotel to the restaurant, and then we're just going to walk over to the venue. The Uber that pops up, it says the guy has over 800 gold star ratings. He's one of our super Ubers and all this stuff. He arrives, Caddy. I get in the back of his Tercel, which is filthy. He's from France. Right. He can't speak English. He starts to almost yell at me because he says I talk too fast, which I do, but I'm not your Rosetta Stone. And so he says, talk slower so that I can understand what you're saying. So now I'm intrigued. I'm like, how in the hell do you get from France to Alabama. Well, I'll tell you how. His sister married someone over here, 
and they own some sort of trucking company. And so he's like, I said, oh, are you used to Alabama and all the potholes? Ha ha, making, you know, whatever, jokes, small talk. He says, I've only been here two weeks. So how in the hell do you get 2,000 or however many? How do you get 40 Gold Star Uber, Super Uber reviews? You buy them. If you just landed here. You, you buy them. Exactly. So you think for a minute that Uber's going to be able to mitigate who is capable of driving around teenagers and who is capable of driving around adults? I cannot think of anything that would make my kid more uncomfortable or more nervous. I mean, you're talking about kids who can't even, some of these kids can't even talk to their teachers and you're going to put them in the back of someone's car. I think it's horrible. Uh, I'm for it. Truly do. I think that if you're in a pinch, if it's an emergency, if you, if you are stretched too thin and you have too many activities going on at the same time, the oldest one is in the oldest child is going Uber bound. They're going, you're taking Uber to your activity. Sorry about that. Opposite of you, Donna. I think that they're going to very much so research uh, this, this special force of drivers, uh, the experienced and highly rated drivers. As a parent, you can you can track the ride in real time like you can, um, you know, a, a friend's ride in Uber or Lyft. Right. When, it, when they turn off their locations or they're driving them over the... Do you know... I mean, Atlanta is the number one city for sex trafficking. And you're okay with this? Experienced and highly rated drivers will steer this program. I, th- I think it was bound to happen. I think Uber is very smart to do it. And they, they need to expand their user base. And, and so the next logical step is It's going to be a complete fail. I'm Christian Bush from Sugarland. Patty, you are one of the biggest voices and biggest hearts I've ever met. I have known you both for a long time. And I've always thought that Donna was funnier. As does everyone, KB, as does everyone, as they should. Christian Bush of Sugarland. Join us weekday mornings, 5.30 till 10, the Bear 92.5 Atlanta. It's the Jacks, Cadillac Jack, Donna Jack, the Jacks, from 5.30 till 10 Eastern. Uh, download the free app, and you can listen wherever you are listening to this podcast. It's like getting, uh, Donna, five additional episodes of the podcast every week, but uh, great country music, too. Mm. The low, low price of free, the Bear 92.5. Search for the app, the Bear 92.5, in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, and uh, give us a listen. Give us a listen. It's a podcast, but uh, for... We'll say, what, four hours, three and a half hours of uh, new content every single day. And you're doing a great job, Donna. And, um, you know, I'm high most days at work. Positive marijuana tests among U.S. workers have reached a 25-year, wait for it, high. According to Quest Diagnostics. Who is Quest Diagnostics, Donna? This is the company, you see their logo everywhere. You see their trucks all over town, wherever you're listening. They're the ones that do the, uh, say, if you have a lab test done at your doctor's office. They, they being your doctor, they often, they can't run the test. There are certain tests they can't run at the office, at their medical facility, at the doctor's office where they got your sample. Uh, so they send it off to a company, Quest Diagnostics, and there are people that work like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And all they do is go around to doctor's offices and collect samples from the day. Specimens. Specimens. Take them back to, uh, take them back to the Quest Diagnostic Warehouse where they run the tests and then email your doctor the results. The same company, all right, did this uh, survey and found that Americans are high on grass at work. More than 6 million employees were screened. 
for pot following on-the-job accidents. 4.3 back up. 4.3 came back positive. That's a bump from 3.9% in 2021. Um, well, I think most people think that it's basically not a drug anymore because people think it's legal. It's legal. Right. Uh, Quest attributes the jump in positive tests to the way uh, to the wave of marijuana legislation efforts across the country, but warned, but warned that getting high on the job, which can slow reaction time and impact memory, can have a major impact on safety at work, said the HR department. Well, I think if you drive, it's one thing if you're like in a creative industry, I guess, but I do think if you're driving company vehicles and stuff, how is that different than would you want someone drinking and driving the truck around? Two different or? things, two different, two different, uh, two different ways that your mind is affected, your brain is affected, your, your reaction time is affected. It, it's, it's crazy to me, it always has been, that alcohol is legal and in Georgia, at least still, marijuana is illegal. Now, if you get pulled over, you got a little recreational sack. You got a half a joint in your ashtray. Are there ashtrays anymore? I guess a half a joint in your, behind your ear. Uh, they're going to write you a little ticket. I'm sure if not, I'll let you go. Uh, if you got three pounds in the trunk, different conversation. Probably going to see a judge at some point. But it's always been shocking to me that, that, that alcohol is legal and marijuana in Georgia and other states is still illegal. Um, why, why are we so far behind the eight ball here in, uh, in the Peach State in Georgia with the legalization of marijuana? Because, well, stick to the facts, Jack. Stick to the facts. Not so, yeah. Do you know that Quest pick up Diagnostics... Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. One more time. Do you know that Quest Diagnostics... Did I ever tell you the story about... Well, I know I did. When I went and I had to have some procedure done a long time ago. And they had to do this sample. And they sent it off. And if you remember, my doctor called me back... And the truck caught fire on 285 that had my sample on it. Right. And so he was like, the only way is if you come back in and we do it. And I'm like, it was a biopsy. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I barely made it through the first one. I'm not doing that. To which the doctor said. I get it. Really? I don't remember the outcome. Of? Of what the insurance company said? Well, they couldn't because there was nothing. There was no sample. Oh, that's, true. that's true. What do you think they would have said, though, had you gone back with a second sample? Say, if you shipped in a second sample that didn't catch fire on the top end perimeter. Well, I hope it still would have been elective because had it been not elective, it would have meant that I had a bigger issue. But of all people, my sample's got to blow up on the truck. Do you remember the times that we used to work with the Wienermobile? Yes. Was that your account? Yes. It was for a little while. The Wienermobile, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, would truck into Atlanta and would hit eight different convenience stores, quick trips, whatever, in like a two-day period. And Donna would book personalities from the station where I spent my entire career, uh, the former Kicks in Atlanta, where Donna and I met. Donna was in sales. I was in programming on air. Um, you would book personalities to show up and shake hands and hold babies and hold wieners, I guess, for two hours in a parking lot in a, in a, in a, in a random city. It was always known in the media that when the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was in town, it was going to break down in rush hour traffic at the biggest, most congested intersection in your city. Here's why. Because the traffic reporters in the morning or traffic reporters in the afternoon would report said uh, slowdown because of what? Why? Oh, so you're saying it was all manufactured. Absolutely it was. I know it was. Because you Oscar, do? Absolutely. Oscar Mayer wants you to... 
Here, Wienermobile, Wienermobile, Wienermobile. And it doesn't even matter. The Wienermobile tested so positive with likes and, and just, you know, they, you'd hug the wiener if you could. That's how much you love the wiener. And, and, and so... Well, it's very nostalgic. It's very nostalgic. And so Oscar Mayer knew it didn't even matter if you heard the name Wienermobile in a negative light. In other words, it stalled against the wall. Top end perimeter. 20-minute delays. Find an alternate. No. Well, then people were feeling bad for the Wienermobile. Of course they were. Of course they were. So it, it worked and played all the way around for Oscar Mayer and its Wienermobile. I did afternoons. I remember, I can remember half a dozen, if not more times, in afternoon drive, probably the same amount of time as morning drive. When the Wienermobile was in town, it became a joke. It became a running, a running joke. You knew the Wienermobile was going to break down. So Oscar Mayer and the Wienermobile would get that publicity. They'd get those mentions on every radio station in town. And the same amount of cameras and reporters were dedicated uh, to the stall of, of the Wienermobile on the east side wall than they would if uh, the vice president flew into Hartsfield. It was that impactful. So that what powerful. are they changing the name to? Uh, the vehicles are being rebranded in honor of the company's new 100% beef franks. Oscar Mayer is a company that knows how to market just about as good as anybody. So they're, they're, they're totally retooling the uh, Wienermobiles, and they're not going to be called Frank Mobiles. Uh, the, the new name. What did the hot dogs used to be made of? All beef Frank recipe. Uh, I, I guess. Go ahead. Snouts and. Oh, my God. Okay. Twitters and twatters, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Please stop. I know somebody whose son just graduated from the University of Texas, Austin, and he, is dry, he, was, he was hired to drive one of the. Wienermobiles, or whatever they're called now, across the country. And it's a very, very hard gig to get. It is. It is considered within the Oscar Mayer company, uh, it's an honor. Like, you get a reserved parking spot at corporate things. Uh, yeah, and they, they've said that, like, I mean, this is huge for, his, like, a resume builder. Because some people were kind of like, she had posted it on Facebook, and some people were like, really? Like, is he taking a gap year? And she was like, no. He interviewed for this. He had to. He's getting paid. Like, Oh my gosh, she had to send in like all kinds of stuff, you video stuff. Yeah, you she had to do Zoom interviews. She had to do all kinds of things. Yeah. You got to be able to sell the wiener and have personality. Um, yeah, that was crazy. The vehicle rebrand comes nearly 87 years after the Wienermobile's debut uh, in Chicago, July 1936. There are six different Wienermobile fleets nationwide. They've been uh, rebranded and converted into Frankmobiles. And in the press release that I received, it says, Oscar Mayer wants to see if the rebrand, quote, cuts the mustard with its fans. Oh, I love that. I want to circle back around to the All-American Red, White, and Blue, or Red, White, Blue, All-American parking lot party from this past weekend at Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Um, I, first, I want to call out our executive producer, Carl Appen, and his fiance Cheeks. Yes. Who came out. Adorable. And, and bought furniture for their new uh, 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 home in Midtown. House. No, it's in um, Druid Hills. Right. Well, they're moving from Midtown to Druid Hills. You're right. Um, but they came out and, and spent money. We'd love you for that. Uh, Miss Kate, thank you so much for your support. Brought the whole family out. The entire family drove over from Shadydale or Watkins Glen or Watkindale. They're over there uh, near Athens. Okay. Melissa. Um, Kate. Kate. Thank you. And, um, you know, last year is a great opportunity for us to thank you for your loyalty to this podcast and, and just to also put a face with a name. Last year, we met a husband and wife who drove over to the parking lot party 2022. She had just taken a test 
Thursday prior to Saturday yep. to determine if she had cancer. Her name is Angie Boyd Bettis. Angie reached out to us shortly after the parking lot party last year because indeed her diagnosis came back as she had cancer. And through the last year, we've kept in touch with Angie. She's been kind enough to let us know when her surgeries or, you know, uh, milestones in her recovery were or, you know, when they were going to happen. And she came out this past Saturday to the parking lot party 2023 and gave us a hug. And she is in remission and cancer free after one year. Well, yeah, it's I told her it's amazing. The whole story is amazing. When she came out last year, she had been a longtime pod listener and we met and we talked about things that were going on and she told me that, you know, she had been in, she had had some tests done, but she had not gotten the test back. And so it was a long weekend and her and I even talked about that. Like if you've ever had to go in for a test and maybe a doctor left you a message on your machine that said, Call me Hey, Tuesday. I missed you. Let's talk Monday. Well, and if, so Monday's a, if Monday's a holiday, it could be Tuesday, you know? Right. And so you're kind of left wondering the entire weekend. And we also talked about the fact that sometimes people will say to you, I'm sure everything's going to be okay. And sometimes, most of the times, it is. But a lot of times, it's not. You know, last year we had talked about just going to send a lot of prayers up and, you know, hope for the best and keep us updated. And it wasn't great news. Um, it was pretty aggressive, colon cancer. And she did beat it. She had surgery. She went through rounds of chemo. When I talked to her this past weekend and her husband, we talked about just what a difference a year can make in your life. Um, if you're struggling with something, if you're going through something, if you've given up hope, if you say things are never going to change, you'd be surprised what can happen in a year. And her, her remission did not take a year, but it was just the timing was kind of incredible because it was literally one year almost to the day when she was waiting to find out what the news was going to be. And in that one year time period, not only did Angie have that going on, um, her mother was diagnosed with lung cancer. Correct. And her father, I believe, had to have complete total, total hip replacement surgery. Correct. In the same year which she is fighting colon cancer. I said to her, I said, shit, Angie. I said, uh, things coming through, let's hope. You, you know, and, uh, and don't think that because it was just a year, using air quote, you know, it was just a year. Uh, do not think that, that, that the, the pain wasn't there and the anxiousness and the wonder and the, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you have cancer one year, if you have cancer seven years. Uh, having it one year doesn't make it any, any easier because you don't know the end. All, you know, you're not going to know the end when you're fighting it, really, you know? Or not, is that, does that make sense? I don't know. Don't, 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 don't dilute the diagnosis. Don't dilute Angie's battle because it took just a year for her to, to overtake it. Celebrate that. Absolutely. And you posted a picture on your Facebook account where you were taking a picture of Angie and I. And I have my hand up, like I'm waving you off. Which you were. And I have a couple of people who have posted, please tell us the story on Monday. What was going on here? What was going on here is Cadillac Jack, when he takes your picture, he doesn't count it down. He doesn't say, get your parts associated, ladies. 
How's your hair looking? It just happens. He doesn't go up it's high to like not get your neck wrinkles. He goes front on as close as he can get to you. And so what I think I was saying was, hold on. That's what you were saying. And that's, that's the, the nice way of saying what yeah. you were saying, actually. Hold on. Can we go from a different angle? It's actually a very good picture. Thank yes, you to the uh, the Gainesville Fire Department. They had every truck in town. Every, every Thank God there every, wasn't a fire. Well, there were a couple. They got called out a couple of different times. They'd have to just spin out of there like they were headed to a fire, which they were. Uh, I think I counted six different, I'm talking ladder trucks, pumper trucks, every truck in the city fleet, the city fire fleet, city of Gainesville fire fleet was on location with us, gallery furniture. And uh, Shelby Braun, God, God bless you, Shelby. We love seeing Shelby. Uh, uh, one of the most dedicated podcast listeners we have, dedicated pop peeps we have. She uh, is, and she's getting a brand new daughter-in-law, or a daughter-in-law. Her her son is engaged and had the opportunity to meet, I've met him before, out. but had the opportunity to meet her adorable new upcoming daughter-in-law. Gave away about 300 Cadillac and Donna mornings on the Bear 925 t-shirts. Uh, Donna had giveaways as well. Uh, Ninja Pig Barbecue. Woo-wee, man. Mm. I, was, I got there and I was so hungry. I was so hungry, and I told myself, I went up and got me a barbecue sandwich. I went up and I told myself, just look at it. You can't eat it yet. Just look at it. And just look at your sandwich? Just, well, because it's just so good. It's such good barbecue. And they have that blackberry barbecue sauce that they mm. make by hand or homemade. Or, and I put some of that on just a, a dollop of that. Uh, and I said to myself, just eat your Doritos, drink your drink your Sprite, and just wait on your sandwich. Let's wait till you know, 3.30. Be something to look forward to. We started at noon. And by, by 12.06, I think it was gone. I don't think I'd had three by 12.06. I kept telling them that you were the one that wanted the extra barbecue sandwiches. What's so crazy is they have such great barbecue. I never had one. I was so busy meeting and greeting. Well, I had yours. I had uh, two that were associated, tied to you. They didn't seem to mind. And, uh, I bet they were muttering under their breath, like to each other, like, here uh, that guy comes. Here he is again. Here he is again. Jesus. Boy, he loves his barbecue, doesn't he? I do. Lord Jesus. And let's don't forget about Keith Rockdale Bone. And Mama, Mama, Mama. Steven Bob. and Joanne. Mama. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Mama so much. She looked fantastic. She did. She looked absolutely beautiful. Did. And uh, thank you, Keith, for making the trip from Conyers. Um, and, oh, me and Mama are going to have a topless pool party. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's get that date out so we can uh, find something to do. Yeah. I'll let you know. Please. Uh, and Jonathan Ingram, uh, for the third year, provided music, live music for us uh, at the Red, White, Blue All-American Parking Lot Party without Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce did not show up again. Now, his son, uh, he was out of town. He was in South Carolina, I believe. Uh, his son just won... Uh, staked in a sport. I meant to favor the tweet. It was actually very, very kind. I'll see if I can pull that up a little bit. But uh, Lee, well, not that he planned on coming, but he couldn't have even had we wanted him to come or paid him to come because he, he was had to be at this event as a dad. He was playing dad this weekend. So no Lee Bryce. Love that. Uh, but thank you to Donna and the entire gallery, uh, furniture folks, uh, the entire uh, family there for uh, working hard. It was it was a good crowd this year. It was a good crowd every year, but this year it was a fantastic crowd. And we appreciate you uh, coming out and allowing us to say thank you. Uh, face-to-face. It's easy to do in text message, easy to do during, e- during email, uh, or even in, in audio form, like an episode of the podcast. But when we are able to uh, shake your hand, hug your neck, and say thank you, it means the world to us, because uh, your loyalty does as well, and we're just very grateful. 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna Gallery Furniture. Uh, Memorial Day this uh, Monday. It's coming Monday. So if you uh, are going to be in town and you need furniture, the place to be is Gallery Furniture. Six months uh, on the job, and a checking account is all you need for guaranteed financing. Donna's going to work with you. She has lenders that work with her, and we're going to get you guaranteed financing. Guaranteed financing any day of the year, but this weekend, man, they're going to have some deals for Memorial Day. 
at Gallery Furniture. The follow on Instagram, Wolfman Furniture. That's the follow, Don. Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Uh, that's what I said. I don't know why you're asking. I don't know why you wouldn't know that. I said that. Yes, we were having an event, and we were glad everybody came out. But she was not giving extra special deals for that day. That's just how they do business. And they're so nice. You you got Marilyn, you got Shane, and they're all running around just busting their booties. But they know everything. Like, you know, somebody was asking, well, I like this couch, but can I get it with another section? And Marilyn's like, yes. And you can get it in these colors. And she's great. Like, people would bring in, um, Betsy came up and had just a color of her wood floor. That she's because she's totally redoing her uh, mom and daddy's yep. house, and she's it's going to be her house, and she's keeping a lot of their things in there to as a kind of a nod um, to them. But then she's modernizing some things. So she was just showing like Marilyn her floors and her kitchen, and Marilyn was like, "No, you could do this, and you could do this table. Bring pictures, and Marilyn, Donna, anyone up there can help you. You know, find the right type of furniture, right color, because there's a lot of different woods, a lot of different grains, a lot of different things." Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. Let's add two songs to the Spotify Hype Song playlist for this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Uh, season 4, F-O-R-E, is uh, what you search for on uh, our partner Spotify to find uh, the entire season of Hype Songs that we have added from uh, this season, but also all the way back to January 20th of our January 1st, rather, 2020, S21, Season 1, Episode 1. Donna, you're going with some... Uh, some Taylor Keith Swift. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Where did Keith I, why did I think Keith? Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Keith Urban. And this I'm is adding Brown Eyes Baby from the album of the same name, Brown Eyes Baby. It's got a cool, mellow vibe to it. It's a great Keith Urban song, but guess who wrote it? Josh Thompson. Okay. Rodney Clawson. Okay. Who everybody knows is a great songwriter. He's married to Nicole uh, Gallimore, who wrote a ton of stuff. Uh, and Morgan Wallen. Really? Yes. Interesting, because... I'm adding a song that Morgan Wallen co-wrote as well. Morgan Wallen has the numbers numbers one and two songs on the Billboard Country Chart this week. I don't know that that's ever happened before. Uh, number two is Last Night, his hit. Okay, The number one country song in America this week belongs to a new artist. His name is Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, Kent, K-E-N-T, Corey Kent. And the song that is sitting at number one this week on the Billboard Country Chart is called Wild Is Her, is the name of the song, on The Voice in 2015. As Corey Kent White, Donna. That was his name on the show. And then, then when, when the record label took hold of him, they said, let's just go with Corey Kent. Corey Kent. But uh, Morgan Wallen co-wrote that song, um, Wild Is Her. That's the number one country song in America. I week. love the song. I keep the windows down and the wind in their head. Now, do it's we good. get a flag if you sing a song during a podcast? I, so. I mean, okay. nobody could understand that that's what the song is. Right. We talked uh, about two episodes ago, three episodes ago, about Garth Brooks and his Vegas residency at uh, Caesars. It started last week. Uh, the reason we were talking about it, having a conversation, was he's making you give up your cell phone before you enter the venue, enter the theater there at Caesars. And some, uh, some, 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 some smack back about that. But Have you seen his set list for show one? I have not. Um, Garth Brooks, show one, did 32 songs. 32 songs. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about the set list. I'm holding it in my left hand. I can't tell you what I have in my right. He opened the show with Against the Wind, a, a cover by Bob Seger. Yeah. Then a Keith Whitley cover, Don't Close Your Eyes. Then he plays uh, some Garth hits. He's back, though, at song number nine with Night Moves, a Bob Seger cover. Then he plays That Summer. Then song 11 is Turn the Page, a Bob Seger cover. Then he plays two Garth songs. And then a Randy Travis cover 
I told you so. Then an Eric Clapton cover of Change the World. Then Trisha comes out. Mrs. Yearwood comes out. And she does a couple of her songs. Uh, then they do Shadow from uh, the movie with uh, Bradley uh, Cooper, right? And Lady Gaga? Sh- Shallow. Shallow, yeah. I thought you said Shadow. Uh, maybe I did. Shallow, rather. Yeah, from uh, A Star is Born. Then they do Golden Ring, Tammy Wynette and George Jones cover. Trisha does uh, She's in Love with the Boy. Garth does a couple songs. Then he does one, two, three, four George Strait covers. Four. That takes you to a nitty-gritty Dirtman cover at song 28, song 29, The Dance, Curtain Encore. What is going on? Oh, we're not done yet. Three-song encore. Of the three songs, two are covers. Song 30 is Piano Man from Billy Joel. Song 31 is You Never Even Called Me By My Name from David Allen Coe. And the final encore of the night, song 32, is what? I don't know. Oh, oh, Friends in Low Places. Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks. Add that up. And one-third, if not more than one-third of the show, are covers by the man who has sold more albums than any artist in the history, the history of music, not just country, the history of music. Since, since somebody in heaven first played the cowbell or something, whenever that was. And Garth Brooks, if every single artist that has ever recorded a song in the history of mankind, the history of time, is doing 33% of his Vegas residency at Caesars, it's cover songs. And he's always been great at doing covers. Don't get me wrong. But one or two? Three or four, maybe. But a and third? why so many? Bob, I love Bob Seger. Okay, but but four, why so many from Bob Seger? Four, four in a row from George Strait. Doesn't even take a breath. Four in a row. Four George Strait covers. Back to back to back to back. I mean, shit. I'm thinking Garth is seeing the Taylor Swift shows clock in at three plus hours. Garth is very competitive. He, if I call him the modern day P.T. Barnum. He can market himself and market more than better than anybody uh, in, 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 in music, certainly. And maybe greater than even just music, that category. You're right. And, and he's already speaking to his people to say, I need you to check the weather. And I want to do one show outside in Vegas in the pouring down rain. For three and a half hours. Because she did. Because Taylor has now clocked in two shows in the pouring rain at three and a half hours. Do you think it's a different vibe for the artist? I would think so, certainly. In the rain? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there are times, like the Nashville show, I was shocked that they, they let her keep going. I mean, I'm surprised she hasn't fallen. I mean, it's a lot of choreography. And she gives it her all. I mean, she's not just standing up there singing. She's... She's doing her whole show. The cover thing just, it, 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 it baffles me that Garth is willing to sacrifice his own His catalog. real estate. Yeah, really? Come on. I just, Weird. I don't understand. Don't get it. Don't get it. If anybody, knows, if anybody listening to Nashville knows, or anybody with the Garth Brooks knows, why? Uh, we won't identify you. We, we're not going to give your email address or your social media handles. We're not going to tell Garth. But I'd be very interested in knowing it. And, and listen, listen, lean in. Well, here. again, it's probably nothing nefarious. He just thinks... He's got to match her runtime. That, or, he, or it's just really simple. He just likes singing other people's no, songs. No, 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 Donna, he's the best-selling artist in the history of music. But do you think that there are people who may be coming to the show that he's trying to get the word out that even if you don't love country music, he's just an incredible entertainer? Uh, could, could be, but let me tell you who is most anxious about this three-hour show are the money counters at Caesars in Vegas. Because as you know, casino shows typically only run 40 to 45 minutes. There's a reason why. They want you losing your money. They don't want you sitting in the theater watching Terry Clark perform. They don't want you watching Garth Brooks for three, for three hours. I'm telling you, the, the head of Caesars, whoever that is, 
when they read that, uh, when they, they first found out, they first learned that Garth was going to run three-plus hours in concert, they said, holy shit, are you kidding me? That's not what we talked about. And they choked on a roll of hundreds because they want you losing your money. They want you on the casino floor. They do not want you in the theater watching Garth Brooks cover four George Strait songs back to back to back to back. This will change, I bet. This will change. Yeah. But I'm sure it's a hell of a show. Just put on your George Strait record. Buy you some Bob Seger. Download some Bob Seger from Spotify. The event that's coming up, you have been a part of, Don. You were on the like the inaugural. You steered the inaugural committee for Savor the Boulevard. Right? Yes. Well, you at the head of the table. Well, I don't know about that. But when I worked for Atlanta Magazine, we um, helped put this event together. And we joined, um, I guess, there's, are they still, does it still benefit the Giving Kitchen? Yes, it does. Yeah. So we brought the Giving Kitchen to them, which is a great organization. They provide um, financial support for people in the restaurant industry. The who, food, food service workers, yeah. Yeah. And, and it could be people who run restaurants. It could be, like you said, workers, bartenders, because that industry is notorious for not having great benefits for their workers. So basically, it's one long table that goes down the entire boulevard of Avalon. Here in North Alpharetta, is that outdoor a shopping is that a area. Mile, you think half mile? Yes, probably. Golly. And you can come visit me because that's where our store is, and the tablescape is gorgeous. So every restaurant or most restaurants at Avalon have a section, and they sell tickets in their section. And so you're basically having a dinner at a huge long table with everyone, but in diff- you're all getting different food depending on what. What restaurant, restaurant you, purchased you from. bought your tickets yeah. from. So somebody could be eating from Oak. Somebody could be eating from Coletta. Someone could be eating from wherever. Uh, what's that restaurant? The uh, uh, guys that come out with the skewers. Oh, uh, Rumi's. Golly, what a great restaurant. There's not a bad it restaurant so in Avalon. Not a bad restaurant there. So, and, and it, a great cause. And the best thing is to bring lots of friends. There's open bars before. They have music. It's kind of like an upscale picnic. You want to wear like a really pretty sundress and have your date wear a jacket, and it's just fun. Just four, a course, fun. four course menus with beverage pairings from participating restaurants, live music from the Bourbon Brothers. This is coming up on June the 4th. Awesomealpharetta.com slash Savor the Boulevard. S A V O R, Savor the Boulevard is where you can get more information. You can see pictures from years past. Uh, ticket prices vary based on the restaurant. Uh, some restaurants are already sold out. Uh, so some restaurants sell out the day after. The year prior is such a popular Yeah, it sells out quickly. Yeah. Uh, ticket prices vary based on the restaurant. Get your details at awesomealpharetta.com slash savor the boulevard. Awesomealpharetta.com slash savor the boulevard. Uh, and we appreciate the support of Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome. And you'll do that. Your belly's going to be singing. Singing, Donna, not just humming. Singing after you participate in Savor the Boulevard on June the 4th. Awesomealpharetta.com. Our thanks to T-Mobile. For their support of this podcast, this pod remains free because of the generous support of our partners like T-Mobile, T-Mobile Home Internet, Internet Freedom, free yourself from Internet, BS, reliable Internet, 50 bucks a month from T-Mobile, from Fayetteville Ford, home of a lifetime, powertrain warranty, Fayetteville Ford, GA.com, Cadillac and Donna Jack for Fayetteville Ford, simply different, Brightmore Healthcare, licensed in Georgia and 29 counties for in-home healthcare plus assisted living, senior living, and hospice care, BrightmoreHealthcare.com. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. 
Please join us for the Jacks, 5.30 till 10 Eastern weekdays, the Bear 92.5. Search for the Bear 92.5 app in the Apple App Store or Google Play. absolutely free. Search for the Bear 92.5. New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the app and podcast network from the Brightmore Healthcare Studios. Yeehaw.